everyone. Thank you for joining us today on Unleashed with Kimberly, a conversation for insight and intelligence. We are here for Nonprofit November. I am super excited to talk to these two ladies today. We are continuing that conversation of really just being heart-led. These women really go over and above to help anybody they can. I'm going to just bring them on right now. Robbie Motter and Raven Hilden. Thank you ladies both so much for being on the show with me today. Thank you. Thank you. We're honored. I am so excited you guys are here. I know you both personally and you both do such tremendous work for the communities. Raven, I'm going to start with you because I've I've been so honored to have Robbie on the show before. So let's start with you. Just tell us a little bit about you. And then we'll go into the nonprofit just a little bit. All right, a little bit about me. Um, let's see. I uh, that's a tough one. <laughs> well, I have a uh, three kids and a grandbaby now. Oh my gosh, he's so cute. He's about a year and a half. Um, I'm a military spouse, which um, is one of the reasons we'll get into later about the nonprofit. Um, well, let's just go into it. So. Your military spouse, is that how you started your nonprofit? Um, not really. Actually, uh, it's kind of more of an accumulation of things. Um, a couple of years ago, well, it's been about six, seven years, I was working for the State Senate and the State Assembly, and I would tour nonprofits um, and help with the recognition program. And I learned there were so many resources available in the community and just amazing nonprofits, organizations. And so I kind of decided to put it together into a website. Um, so that's how it started. And the programs were a program as we went. So if the resources exist, we're not there to reinvent the wheel. We direct. Um, people to the organizations that do what they do best, um, and then we just kind of pick up and create programs where needed. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So what is your nonprofit then? Okay, so um, it started as Valley Resource Center, um, and we assist seniors, um, single parents, children, and for military, military care packages and veterans in the community. Um, so, what it was that we were doing. So this year we changed our name to Milvet and we're Military and Veterans Support Services. I love that. I was wondering why the name changed. So that's very cool. A lot less I, <laughs> I like it a lot. I was I was wondering because I, I like I remember it being Valley Resource Center, but it makes a lot of sense because you do reach out and help active and then retired. So it makes a lot of sense. I love that. Thank Very you. cool. So let me bring Robbie into the conversation. Robbie, tell us a little bit about your nonprofit. Mine is called Global Society for Female Entrepreneurs and we're a 501c3, and our mission is to empower, mentor, and uh, and educate, and just be there for women to help them rise up and be the person they want to be and live their dreams. I love it. I love it. Both both of these nonprofits are so helpful and needed in the communities. Raven, what is it in that you mainly focus on with yours? 
Okay, so our main programs um, are Adopt the Troop Military Care Package Program. So every month for since we started, we've been shipping out military care packages overseas to um, deployed men and women. You'll be surprised at how many women are involved in... in package every single time for the duration of their deployment so the main role is to let them know that the community is there support them um we take letters from girl scouts and uh, schools uh, just anybody in the community um and then the packages are filled with nutritious um, items, you know, myth from home, um, and hygiene items. So they're, they're good. And that's just one of our programs. We've also done a this year. Um, that is a program that provides your low cost um, rehabilitation to veterans in the community. Um, that's a partnership with Progressive Health and Performance in Marietta. So we're excited about that um, and then we also assist where needed uh, for example in why there was a hot fire um, and pretty much all of the people on board had to leave with just the clothes on their back and all their belongings were left. so um, being super flexible they reached out to us and we were able to get some um, gatorades some clothes some pillows and sheets because they really didn't even have anywhere to sleep that night they were <laughs> working for hours to put the fire out but we were able to get those supplies to them that same night um to be able to assist and you know sometimes it could take a little while for you and some of those costs and all those other amazing organizations to kind of kick in but um, we try to remain really flexible with a great group of volunteers to be able to assist where needed. Um, and there's so many things that I don't want to, you know, <laughs> take all the time talking about it. But um, the other thing, too, is we, we assist um, veterans in the community. So uh, we're supporting four veteran villages right now um, with food supplies, um, household items. Um, and so we support and give back to our, our community in that way as well. That is awesome. So there's lots of different ways that you're able to reach out and help the community and the people that need it. That is fantastic. I love that you said that you're flexible. You're able to jump in action and get supplies that same day to those people that needed it. That is really an incredible um, opportunity for you guys to be able to help so many other people because a lot of times that takes a lot of time to be able to you know get into action but you guys were just able to do it that is fantastic yeah and it's really able to do what we're doing especially this year in 2020 where where flexibility is is super important for sure absolutely robbie what now, I know, like I said, I know both of you personally, and I just think you're both so amazing. Can you talk a little bit, Robbie, about how it is that you're able to help all the women that you're able to help? Because you were that rock in the ocean where you have created such a ripple effect in so many people's lives. Can you share a little bit about what it is that you're able to do? 
Well, you know, it started way back when I was in corporate America, and women were really not helping. And I remember an incident back in the 70s where I asked this woman to teach me something, and she looked me straight in the eye and said, I will not teach you, nor will I teach any woman. And that just hit me hard. And I thought, that is ridiculous, because we're not in competition. We're in collaboration. So I made a vow that day that whatever I learned, I'd spend the rest of my life helping. Because sometimes women really just need a cheerleader. They just need somebody to, to see inside of them the talent that they have. And I just happen to have that gift. I can see things that people are capable of doing that they don't realize. And, and then I become their cheerleader and I push them. I know that they can accomplish that. And we do that. You know, we have 11 networks. Some live, some Zoom. I don't know what's happening this month. I, I just heard that if you go into LA now, you have to sign a pledge. So I don't know. I'm, you know, our, I'm sure our LA is going to stay on. But whatever it is, we will attract there for women. We also um, do an annual conference. We do the Lady in Blue, and we just for the first time did um, Kindness Day, and we're going to add that every day because all of our women are very kind and always doing And none of us do anything that awards, but it's kind of nice to be recognized. And the one thing I'm really excited about it's all about showing up and the powers in the asking. That book should be up. There's uh, 45 co-authors in it, and it's going to be an amazing book. And, and I know that everybody's story is going to touch some woman out there and make her realize that she's not the only one going through whatever she's going through. Absolutely. I think that's such an important piece and why I do my goddess series because I think every all of us have a story and all of us when we're able to share it we're able to help other people in some capacity you're not alone there is an, there is light at the end of that tunnel and um, you know here's how I got through it maybe you can take some tips and tools and, and help yourself get through it also so I don't real I, I don't think people really understand the power of sharing your story for those that can read it. It's truly a gift. Yeah, to me, every story of the forty-five stories are different. There is no duplication. So I mean, that's just forty-five women with a story. So how many other women out there have a story and? How many times have we all heard, I'm going to write a book, I'm going to write a book, but that book never gets written. So we need all of us to come together with those women and those military people who have amazing stories as well and encourage them because their story needs to be told. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Raven, what is it in your nonprofit that you would say you need the most? Is it volunteers? Is it like, how can people really help your organization? Um, definitely, I would say this year, um, we're, we're running, you know, the different programs, but our military care package program, it's, it, it takes a little bit of effort. Um, we're shipping anywhere from 
50 to over 100 boxes a month, and each box costs anywhere from 14 to $19 each just to ship. Um, so it, it really adds up each month, and that doesn't include the items that we're putting inside the boxes. So, you know, we're always looking for people to, you know, help, you know, maybe donate items such as snacks or hygiene. We have a special request list online um, for some of our men and women who have those requests. For example, um, a woman in the Middle East uh, has very different needs than, say, a man um, on a Navy ship in a different part of the world. Um, because some of our, our units and our troops um, have access to food and microwaves and chow halls and those type of things. And then there are other ones that they don't at all. They're, you know, they, they have their MREs in their, their pockets. So, um, for example, one of our units we're still supporting, and this is back even um, over a year, they, they had a big battle where they were at, and this is out in the Middle East. Um, and their entire unit was basically destroyed. So they've basically been living in tents in the middle of the desert. So their requests are more like um, duct tape and uh, tinfoil. You know, those aren't like typically things that we would, you know, ship out. Um, and then, of course, women, you know, it's, they have special needs as well. And believe it or not, to come by, you know, feminine products. Um, hair, things for their hair, or, or just yeah, try to make sure that they, they get those as well. So um, on our website, milvet.org slash military there's a whole list of different ways that people can get involved. Uh, you know, whether it's uh, donating items or helping the shipping costs, um, even from home, people can write letters. You know, and that really is the, the number one thing um, that they need because this day and age, there's, deployments are being extended, like, a lot. <laughs> and that's tough on morale. So, for example, we, uh, this last month, have been planning a big homecoming for uh, ages 2 to 13, and he wanted to surprise, especially his five-year-olds, um, with the homecoming because he, he loves fire trucks, right? So this is where we like to jump in. We're like, hey, you know, no, yeah, together, let's get some of our organizations together. Um, so we had this whole thing planned out. We have a, a guy who is a retired firefighter, fire truck, he knows dressed up like Santa. Um, we were going to have the actual fire department there as well with their battalion. Um, for the whole family, uh, for the wife, you know, the guy coming home. Well, everything was all set. We were supposed to be back uh, between December 1st and December 14th. And we just got the news yesterday that their department is going to be extended um, indefinitely. So he's not going to be home for the holidays at all. And and, and they have no idea when they're going to be home. So, you know, and that's kind of happening a lot. So, with that being said, it's like, okay, we're still going to, you know, get the family and surprise the kids with a bunch of kids. We can't bring this family uh, for the holidays, unfortunately. But um, what we're also doing is the father, uh, Marine Corps unit, he's in charge of what he's going to 
those 20 people also were not returning my phone call. So we've added them to our care package for December. And we're just going to be special with the letters. Hey, we support you. We're here for you. You know, Christmas cards. And we'll bring a little bit of cheer to, to them, you know, men and women over there. And I'll say even have to eat a too. And I, I keep throwing that in there because we see more and more of it. So we just want to make the holidays a little bit brighter for them. Yeah, wow. And having an extended deployment without an end in sight makes it even harder. It's one thing to have it extended, but no, it's only a month or two maybe, which isn't great, but to know that it's indefinite, that just really is so hard on the families. I can't even imagine. So you are then, like you said, you included the other 20 people that that one dad is over to your list. So you guys are just able, you, your list is constantly growing then, isn't it? <laughs> every, every month. And that's why I, I don't have a definitive number of packages we ship because it really just depends on who's deployed, referred to us, who's coming home. Um, but I will say that the list continues to grow because of a lot of these extended deployments. Um, last year around this time, we had a Navy ship whose deployment was extended four times. <laughs> so, you know, we have a, a guesstimate, you know, they might be home around this time and kind of plan accordingly, but it just, you know, kept going and kept going. So we, we have to stay flexible in order to, to support them. Wow, that's amazing. And so for your nonprofit donations and hands on deck, really, volunteers to put the packages together, yeah. Does taking putting the packages together, I would imagine, takes an, at least an entire day or longer. It's kind of it's kind of like an ongoing thing all the time. <laughs> so you know, we're always collecting the items for the boxes, um, but the actual assembling of the boxes, uh, we we have a monthly event where we invite the community. This year, it's been a lot smaller. Um, I'd say last December, I think we had uh, close to 80 people lobbying there. It hasn't stopped us at all. So um, the only difference is we can't invite as many organizations as because we have to make sure that we're, we have enough space and we can distance. But we are still, you know, in, yeah, and I'm sure you're doing all of everything you need to do with the spacing distance and everything like that so people can feel safe going in to help you out. I love it. You do so much amazing stuff for the community and our community overseas. And can anybody, real fast, this just came to me, can anybody um, add to your list even if it's across like nationwide, or are you staying right here in, in your community? No, anybody that is referred to us in need of a package will get a package every month. So most of them are directly from our community, um, just because it's word of mouth that we kind of you know spread the word. But really, we're we're global. I mean, the units that we support start most of them started with one person out here that may you know maybe they live in in Hemet and they were deployed for a year and then they come home well a lot of times those units will say oh, okay. 
you know, sending a package or two to the new, you know, unit that, that's coming in. So we say, of course, and, you know, we'll just get back to them as well. Anybody knows of anyone that's deployed that could benefit from the packages? Um, that's right on our website as well, milvet.org. Um, military care packages at the top. You'll see a link that says request for care packages. And all we ask for is their name, their address. Um, you can enter the request. They put their Oreos. You can put your Oreos on there. And we'll do our best to, you know, try to ship those out every month with the packages as well. And then just send it to you. But um, in addition to the packages, you know, we're supporting the families who are at home. So this year we have a family drive, and that's a program where we're collecting toys for children of deployed parents, um, or some of them are veterans and they're struggling and having a hard time this year. They have it on our website as well, if anyone would like to help make the holidays brighter for too. That's awesome. That is so great. I love it. Robbie, what, when you do your conferences, how do, how do you feel that that helps women? I know we talked about this before. We don't, the things we do, we don't look to get recognized, but these conferences that you put together help to recognize those women that are doing so much in the world and you're bringing them together. Oh, I can't hear you, Robbie. <clears throat> We bring in great speakers so that they learn. And we also always give back to, you know, whether I'm doing the conference or I'm doing extravaganza, which is another event I do, I always uh, give back to another nonprofit as well. And uh, I just want to say I had the opportunity to go one time and package uh, with Raven, for Raven's group, and it's quite an experience. And I know that one of my members right now is having all her grandkids write letters so that she can, when she gets back from, she's in Virginia right now, but she had all her grandkids here and her grandkids in Virginia. When she comes back, she's giving Raven a whole bunch of cards to mail out, wishing them a happy holiday. That's so awesome. That's teaching the youth about service as well. Um, but the other thing I wanted to mention, you know, next Tuesday is Giving Tuesday. So it's a great time. All three of us have nonprofits. So it's a great time for all of our listeners to look at what they want to support. And it doesn't matter what amount, it all adds up. But to give something so that all of us can continue the work that we do, because as Raven said, it's a really tough time now. The grants aren't as easy because they don't have the money coming in where it would just be easier to get grant money. So all of the money that comes into all of us, we put back in to the organizations to support the causes that we do. So uh, I hope that people will just, you know, whatever you can give will help everybody. So look at what your passion is and give in that direction. I love that. Yeah, and you're right. Even $5, it adds up very quickly. <clears throat> I'm going to try and pull up your, your book, Robbie, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> I am and all the proceeds from the book are going back to the nonprofit. All the profits will go down to the back to the nonprofit to help the women that we can help. Yeah. Um, can you guys see this? I do. 
exciting. I've been on a mission for I don't know how many years to teach people about showing up and the powers in the asking. And more and more are learning that when you do ask, it does make a difference. So that makes me really happy. Yeah, and this this book cover is absolutely beautiful. Um, I wanted to get that on there. One of my members, Angela Cavani. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. And and again, the the power is in showing up. You know, how many times have any of us shown up and and met somebody that helped propel us where we're going or gave us a great connection? But the kids really need to be able to put it out there of what we really need, not be general, be more specific. Because I find that people really want to help. And I think one of the issues women had is they wanted to help, but they had a hard time asking. I did. Until one day somebody said to me, Robbie, you have a lot of pleasure in giving, don't you? I said, oh, it just fills my heart. They said to me, why do you not let us have that same pleasure? So if you think of it in that direction, it makes it a lot, because none of us are ever asking for ourselves. We're always asking for all the things we do. But still, you know, we don't need to do it all. We need to collaborate with each other and help each other. That's true. Raven, were you going to say something? Oh, yeah. I was, um, I, I really have to say that Robbie is amazing. Um, I've known Robbie since way back in, in the Senate days, and that's actually how I met her. Um, I would visit the meetings and nonprofits, and I started going to the different women's club um, groups, and just from the beginning, absolutely amazing, and just the wisdom and everything. And then after um, that transition, there was a little time in between uh, leaving the assembly and starting a nonprofit where I really wasn't quite sure where I was going. I was like, I don't really know what I'm going to do. I was doing some, you know, back to my business. I do a little with, you know, web design, social media, but I'm like, I'm passionate, you know, and, and I knew I wanted to start a nonprofit. I knew I wanted to help others. But I wasn't quite sure how. And I really have to give Bobby and, and her group a lot of credit because that whole time I started going to the NAFI meetings and then, you know, the, the women's club meetings, hearing their stories, um, learning from their experiences, and, and it really helped kind of direct me where my passion was and where I wanted to go. And it also showed me other ways maybe where I didn't want to go. It's like, well, you know, thinking about doing this, but now that's not really for me. And it allowed me to explore different avenues and myself, you know, and that's really a big part of how I am where I am now is just by those relationships and and a group of women who share their stories. And Robbie, I mean, just power with Robbie is is so much wisdom and you can learn so many different things and then you can apply that and each day and you know okay yeah i'm going to keep working or i'm going to keep showing up or i'm going to keep learning how to ask and push myself a little more like even doing this interview four years ago five years i would have been petrified i would have been just thinking i don't know if i can do it and, and you know over the years robbie has said just 
just go ahead and do it. Or if I kind of like, I'm not sure, you know, she would invite me to something that would push me a little bit more. So thank you, Robbie. And I know how much she's helped me, and I know that she's helped so many other women. So if there's anybody out there that, you know, isn't sure, or maybe you feel like you've got it figured out, there's, there's so much to learn, and I, I really can't thank her enough. I feel the same way. I have just, <clears throat> like I said, Robbie is the the rock that is thrown into the to the ocean, and she's created this amazing ripple effect. Robbie, did you want to respond to Raven, or well, I didn't want to jump in before you. I met Raven. I knew that she was a, she had such incredible talent, and you know, I like just sometimes you just need a cheerleader. You know what you want to do, but the main thing is. You need somebody that can listen and, you know, listen to your ideas. And a lot of times people will go out and give their ideas and somebody will say, oh, that's a dumb idea. It's been tried before. There's no dumb ideas. It's all a matter of timing. You could try something today. It doesn't work. But tomorrow all the heavens open. And, and I think you just need to put it out in the universe. And, like, we're, you know, like you said, Kimberly, we're all goddesses. We all need to call in the universe. Uh, somebody uh, the other day I said that to them and they put it out there and within three hours everything they would ask for happened it was like a miracle so you know, it, they do listen so but we have to ask and whether yeah. we ask quietly or we ask loudly it does matter I love that and I think what a perfect example and Raven thank you for sharing that about Robbie because it just goes to show to show up and and ask, even just showing up and getting involved in, you know, we're women, so I'll say women's group, or even if you're a man, getting to get connected, because it does help you when you build those relationships and hear people speaking, and there's always room to learn and grow and expand. It really does help you on your path. And I think, Robbie, your motto of just show up you never know. <laughs> and I put together a whole list of all the excuses I've heard. Well, you know, when somebody said, oh, well, here, take this, because that, that excuse is already on there. <laughs> if you want to do something, you, you will do it. Yep. Where there's a will, there's a way, right? <clears throat> yeah, I think it's so important, too, to really, it, it allows you to dive deep. It allows you to step out and hear when you hear other people's stories and even the speakers Robbie that you bring out bring onto your platforms you're giving them another chance to share their story and teach what they know and for the people that are in the audience it really just expands them and helps them go oh you know what maybe that'll work for me or that's in interesting or somehow some way they get inspired and they're able to really find their hone in on their passion and create like you did Raven and you had that gap time between leaving the Senate and and creating this nonprofit and by showing up like you were saying it gave you this opportunity to go you know what this is exactly what I want to do Kimberly one of the things I'm excited about is the fact that we're now global we besides our um, you know our live networks we have uh, you know because of the pandemic We've done Zoom, and we have members now from North Carolina, from Canada, from the Bahamas, from England, 
uh, and quite a few states. So even when everything comes back to normal and our 11 networks go back to live, we will continue to have three Zoom meetings a month, uh, a two lunch meetings and a night meeting to capture all of our people that are joining us. And many of them are really top speakers across the country that are my friends that have joined. And we're also getting the, the ability for them to come and for speakers on our Zoom. And, and then our local members, even though they may belong to a network, can jump on the Zoom and meet all our people that are coming in from, from international and globally as well. That's exciting and fantastic because you're able to have a larger reach. And I think that's so exciting, you know, being able to pull in. That, that's one thing about this pandemic that's it forced our hand in going fully virtual, but it created an opportunity for us to reach more people. And that's exciting. Right. I love that. Yeah, I mean, you really are global once you're virtual anyway. I mean, we, we talk to people around the world. <laughs> It's an awesome thing. And I love what you do, Kimberly. This is amazing it, because it really does touch lives and being able to um, just be able to listen to other people's stories, you know, like Robbie and her speakers, but you know what you're doing so that women can listen to other women and be inspired or maybe they'll hear something and go, wow, I, I didn't think of it that way. Or, you know, even like going global. I mean, Robbie mentioned that to me while I got, I'm like, well, hey, <laughs> we ship all over the world. You know, why are we globally? So, you know, we're working on that, you know, and it sometimes it's just that a little thing that might spark something and you're like, oh my gosh, wow. And it's a total game changer. It's, it's super exciting. Yeah. Well, the good thing about global, Raven, is that you can actually go out for grants outside of your of your county that you live in because you are supporting all over. You can look at what's available in other areas, even through government, uh, you know, things. So that makes it easier because, as you said, it's not all the time. Everybody in the same area is asking for the grants, but if you can expand that, it can help you even reach out more. Yeah, definitely. That's exciting. Yeah, I mean, really, it, it. I love that we have that opportunity. 20 years ago, it would have been really difficult, you know, and, and beyond that. But in this day and age where we have completely gone virtual practically, it's, it's a really easy transition to step into that space. And like you said, you already ship globally, so you are global if you look at it that way. <laughs> We're so different. It's kind of crazy. I didn't know we had people out there. You know, it's where all your people are that you're shipping to, even though they're in a country or someplace, they come from all states. So you probably are serving every state with one of their people. So it's another way to look at that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Some of our units, there's thousands of people in a unit. So when we're shipping, you know, a couple boxes out there, that's it's supporting a lot of people. That's exciting. What well, size box do you sell? Oh, I'm sorry, Robbie. Tell us what state you are and make a big, you know, put it, even though you're doing the countries, put the start filling in the states where you're you're supporting the troops. I love that idea. That's super yeah. Cool. I'm gonna I was do thinking that. that too. You, should, you could put a list together so you can see just how far your reach is, I think you'd be surprised. 
and that'll expand that in your in your press releases going out. Did you know that we are, even though we're going to this country, there's 27 states supported by this one troop. I love it. Yeah, that's really cool. See, find out. <laughs> <laughs> Great idea. Just in chit chatting, I love it. It's so exciting. You say you send a couple of boxes out to one troop or one unit. How big are your boxes that you send out? Um, it really depends. Usually, we issue about the flat rate um, USPS boxes just because. Oh. It's, it's more affordable and we can get all kinds of stuff in there. They're not weighing it. <laughs> yeah, you can pack a lot in there. Yeah, we, we, we definitely fill those things. But um, So they're the medium or the large size. And then each, each address that we have um, that's referred to us, whether it's an individual or unit, most are individuals. So it, it like um, if you help pack a box each month, then you're going to get a packet that says, okay, you are packing specifically for – Jane and you know the army and you know so you know who exactly your chicken to so you can write a letter and everything like that. Um, but we also have those units as well. So that's much lower, but each unit will get at least one box. So really, it depends on uh, our funding and how many they get. If we had unlimited funds or reading and we were able to figure that out um, ship 20 boxes you know or, or 50 boxes to each unit but um, for now each each address is at least one box that's really cool that's Kimberly one of my um, dreams for Raven is that some couple of corporations come in and they pick up the cost of mailing for her you know especially if they have a mailing machine they could run the boxes through and use it as a tax write-off because yeah. that would sure save her a lot of money. Absolutely. And then you could right, be right. more focused on filling them. Yes. And getting the special requests and yeah. Oh, I like that. Got to figure out how to get you like corporate sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> FedEx. If you're listening, that would be perfect. You know, I mean, I think, or, or you know, something. Another thing. Years ago, when I was working on helping clients to work with the military, and we through DFAS, D F A S, they have these big containers that go to different, uh, different locations, and they used to fill, put our stuff in. Like we would ship it to that base, local base in the U.S. And they would put everything in it, and it would go over to where the unit is. So that might be another. And one of our members uh, is she's Mary Autry. She's in. Uh, she every one of her members are part of this amazing So I talk to her to see how maybe we could arrange that. Or then the government pays for the overseas port, and we just get it to them, we can make it a lot cheaper. That'd be great. That would be awesome because it's, you know, it's that's such a huge expense just to get the items to them. You didn't have to worry about that. You could send out so many more boxes. Exactly. There's, there's definitely somebody out there, some company out there that should snatch that up to help you. I think that would be fantastic. That would be a great part. Absolutely, it would be because you're doing such a service for these people that are out there fighting for our country. So, on giving to you, you got to put that in your write up. 
any company that would love to give back by running postage for all mailings every month, which would be a tax deduction for you. Yeah, and I'll put these up too. And this is your millvet.org is your website and people can go on there to see what you're doing, event dates that you have coming up to help pack boxes um, and how they can donate and also your the wish list, correct? Yeah, the best way is um, you'll see a tab for military care packages and on that page it lists all the different ways whether you want to send a letter, um, we have drop-off locations all over Southwest Riverside County, so it's really simple. There's, most towns have a, a place. Uh, we have Witch Witch Sandwiches in Marietta. There's the hardware store in Menifee off of Newport. And so there's, it just lists all the different ways to get involved. That's awesome. And then this is your phone number so they can reach out if they want to call and talk to you. or your email that they can reach out if they want to ask you a certain question or whatnot. And again, if anybody's watching this on one of the Facebook platforms, here's one of them, then I'll have Robbie, you and Raven go back in in the comments and you can add all your contact information as well so people can have it really handy to just click on. And then Robbie, this is your excuse me, email for people to reach out, ask you any questions, see how they can get involved, when your events are coming up. And then this is the Global Society for Female Entrepreneurs.com. Uh, the only .org. Oh, .org. Let me fix that really quick. And then um, that's how people can reach out and look at... And Raymond, yes, if you a hundred dollar check for your to use for the mailing for your next. next that is awesome, Robbie. And you know that's another thing that I'll mention too is that people, nonprofits get together and help each other, and it because you're able to tap into each other's communities and stuff. People just and that's why I did this. I brought together twelve nonprofits over this course of this month and some people are actually talking to get together and figure out how they can help each other. It's just a fantastic how everybody's putting, getting out there to help even more. Well, like I said, we're in collaboration. How can we help you, uh, Do you have anything to do for December? If you have any women that you think just direct them to our network, whether it's live or, or um, online. You know, I don't know if we're, we have two scheduled live this month, but I'm not sure what's going to happen. Uh, Menifee and Temecula and uh, Lake Oakville will meet live still, but, uh, you know, we're waiting to see whether we get in total lockdown. If we do, then we'll ha have to go on Zoom. I'm thinking maybe what I might do if they, Cancel Temecula. I think Menifee will still be able to do it. I might bring the Temecula people to my house and have a meeting there, just so we can. Because it's December, is holiday, and uh, you know I could do have that. I'll just have to. We have to just get up every day and play it by ear. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> definitely. Say so, okay. What Robbie, do I, I wanted. Okay. okay. I wanted to mention so people can find your events on the website, correct? Right. 
every and month, how they can reach out in one place. We post every calendar, every flyer for all the networks. Because although somebody may be uh, in one, they have the choice of going to any one they want. Some go to quite a few because everyone they meet different people, but it's totally up to them. They can do live, they can come, they can do live and still do Zoom, whatever they want to do. But the main thing is they need to show up and ask. And one of the hardest things I think women had a hard time adjusting to do Zoom. We still have a lot of members that don't like Zoom. That's why we had to go back and try to do some live. And then we have people that don't want to come out to live. So you just have to say, okay, here's the best of two worlds. Choose whatever you want to do, you know, but just do one because it's yeah. going to benefit you. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's pretty awesome that you're able to offer both now because, like you said, now you can choose. You don't have to go out if you don't want to or if you want to, you can. So, you know, it's, it's, I think it's a really nice opportunity for people. When they show up at the live, they're so happy to see each other. Like when we did the kindness day, we had 36 people and they were just thrilled to see each other. We were, you know, we used masks and we had the, we took everybody's temperature and we did all the things we needed to do, but they were thrilled to just be able. But what was funny, the last time we were all together was my 84th birthday. And then a week later we were in lockdown and then, the last we just did this thing a week ago. Now we're in lockdown again. I think, what is this? You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, you know, it's it's really nice to be able to see each other in person. That's for sure. I know we all miss it. Hopefully, hopefully, it's able. We're able to get back to that. Raven, when you have people come help you with your boxes, how many people can you have help you? It really depends on the location, um, especially this year. In the past, we could have tons, as many as we could fill in a room. But now we try to give each people, you know, each person six feet. And of course, you need you need room to pack anyway. You've got the boxes, you've got all this stuff and letters and tape and everything. Um, but we're our office is based out of the Marietta Innovation Center, um, and that's a city building. So a lot of the city buildings have been closed to the public for most of the year. So we haven't really been able to operate out of our, our normal facility. So the last couple months we packed at a Brewery in Marietta. They were super gracious last month. It was out on the patio, so it was outdoors. We had plenty of room and heaters. It was absolutely amazing. Um, this next month, because we booked this months ago, uh, we're going to be at the corporate room in Wildemar. Um, we have very limited space. Uh, so, we have a lot of I definitely want to invite you to. Uh, as far as uh, everybody else, please reach out to me if you're interested. Um, if we do have room, we'd love to have you. Uh, but it, it just depends on where we're at. So, in January, um, I'm really not sure exactly where we're going to be. We might be back at 8 bit at the patio. It was kind of fun, but we don't want people to freeze either. So, um, I, I've heard, you know, it's that being flexible thing. So if we have a big venue or, or somebody out there has a big venue that's outdoors that has lots of table space and everything else, we're open to, you know, some new facilities as well to be able to accommodate more people. Yeah, for sure. Did you, I completely just lost my question for you, but your, um, 
so your location's always changing then and you don't have one specific location um, before this year, we used to pack at the Marriott Innovation Center every month. It was okay. actually perfect. We have an office there, so we could roll our supplies out, and you know, just just the tables were already there, so it was all set up. Um, and then this year in March, you know, with the complete shutdown um, for March and April, we actually did um, four drop-off We didn't even get together at all because everything was with the program, um, all the items were there. Volunteers would come pick up the items, add some items to the box, pack them, and then drop them off. Um, but pretty much since uh, May or June, it's, it has kind of been a different location. So it's been a little interesting. It's a lot of stuff to move around. <laughs> I was just, that's what I was getting at is that's a lot of items the packing material let alone all the items you're packing into the boxes to have to keep moving it's chocolate. hopefully that gets figured out and you can yeah, yeah. it's a lot of work yeah there it takes a couple trucks to to move it so wow. you know ideally you know a warehouse that might have a little bit of space for us to kind of keep our stuff in throughout the month and then just be able to pack you know once a month would be Absolutely fantastic, I think, right now, um, just to be able to do what we need to do for, you know, the next half of next year or, or in the future. We're growing, too. You know, I, yeah. I work for the city of Marietta and the Innovation Center, but our, we're, we're all growing our little office. <laughs> We've, we have a lot of stuff, you know, and, and a lot going on. So that, that is another thing that we're looking for is maybe a, a little, you know, corner of a warehouse where, you know, we can kind of what about, you know, I like what about March Air Force Base? Is there anything there where the, they, if you talk to the public affairs officer there, maybe they could give you some space in a warehouse there and donate it? Um, I can reach out. We do have connections with March for sure. Um, I don't know if it's a little too far for some of our, our volunteers, but that, that might be an option. You know, and I know there's a couple of different nonprofits that have bulk items that have to be stored. One of them is the Dresses and Dreams Project. She needs a location for all the dresses instead of paying for a storage unit. And it would be great, in my opinion, to have one huge warehouse where all of you get a little piece of that pie in your little corners where you guys can do all the things that you need to do and it's one central location that would be fantastic so if anybody out there has a warehouse <laughs> in the Inland Empire of California that would be a tremendous help to multiple nonprofits because one of the biggest issues I think is housing all the items that you need to have in order to help all these people so, and I will definitely keep my eyes peeled as well. Oh, thank you. Yeah, for sure, because that would be huge. I can't even imagine having to take all of that stuff somewhere. I know for the dresses, it's, it's a huge ordeal to try and move those dresses from location to location. It's a lot of work, so. And we're doing this every <laughs> Yeah, and so putting together both of you guys plus the other couple, I think that would be really, really helpful. Just a big giving. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. They could call it that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the giving center. That would be so great. Oh my gosh, we got to look into that. In the universe. 
right? We're putting it out there. I love this. <laughs> well, you guys are absolutely, you ladies are so amazing. I absolutely adore both of you. I want to put up your information one more time. So we have, I have it all over the place. So this is Raven. This is your email for people to reach out to you. This one is your phone number to give you a call. And this is your website. Please reach out to Raven and see how you guys can get involved and help her out. And then the infamous Robbie Motter, we absolutely all adore and love you. Global Society for Female Entrepreneurs.org. And then Robbie's email, rmotter at AOL.com, to reach out, ask her any questions, how you can get involved, to just show up, be a part of the wonderful networks that she that are coming together to help each other inspire and motivate. And I absolutely love it. And I'm honored. Absolutely. I, I love it. Huge fan. <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much for being on here. I hope you both have a wonderful, happy Thanksgiving. And again, if anybody's interested in reaching out to either of these ladies, getting involved and helping out, they will put their information. Let me throw that back up here. Their information on the facebook.com slash Aphrodite Enterprises Inc. And thank you again, ladies. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Love you.